Good evening, Chiefs fans. Welcome to the Aftermath, Episode 9. I am your host, CJ Jones, with my co-host, Christopher Tenpenny. How you doing, Chris? Oh, I'm doing great, CJ. Another exciting week for the Kansas City Chiefs. Like my co-host Chris said, another crazy day in the kingdom. Like you said, Chiefs fans all across the world, we have signed Mr. Mr. Chris Jones, a.k.a. Stone Cold, a.k.a. Big CJ, whatever you guys call him. He is locked in with the Chiefs kingdom for another four years. Give me some details on it, Chris. What we got? Well, he's getting four-year, $80 million, $60 million of it guaranteed. He does have like $5 million in incentives. Uh, the interesting about this contract, you know, how, how to get creative, Veach always tries to, you know, when he gets those contract negotiations going. There's no dead cap space if the Chiefs were to cut him after year three and four. And there's no signing bonus. Wow, there is like a bonus in year two up to $20 million. I'm I'm still kind of hazy on exactly what that means because I didn't really know. I, like it's kind of unprecedented in contracts what they're doing with Chris Jones, but it's what Veach had to do in order to keep him on the roster. CJ, what was your initial reaction when you saw the news? My initial reaction was joy because obviously we get to keep Chris here for another four years. So our championship window has definitely locked in with the best quarterback and arguably the best D tackle in football for the next um, almost half decade. So I was excited. But like you said, the money was definitely a question. Um, I know Chris was going back and forth with management and Brett trying to get the deal done. I really think in the past episode, I said I really think he wanted to hit around that 20 range because you see guys like DeForest Buckner and Aaron Donald getting that 20, 21, and 22 million. He definitely sees himself in that class as far as production and impact. So um, I'm definitely glad to see him get his money for sure. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm going to shock you here. When I first saw the news, my initial reaction, I was pretty, I was upset about it and not at Chris Jones, not because that man deserves every penny of it. Good for him. He deserved to get this money. But like, I, I just, it's a lot of money to give to, you know, the Chiefs become the first team in NFL history to have two defensive players make over an average of $20 million a year. Exactly. First team in NFL history to do that. So, I mean, and they're both playing on the D line, which is kind of like, I mean, I know every position is valuable, but it's like the most like unit-based one. You know, if you have a strong core of six or seven guys, it's better. You know, that, that position can can still prosper even if you don't have a star. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. No, you're right. So like that, that those were some glaring things at me. As again, this is f- strictly from the Chiefs' perspective. I'm not. I Chris Jones again, great, great player. Glad that he's still in a Chiefs uniform. But there's just I don't know if the risk and the reward are the same. Because look, he was going to play this year. I think <laughs> I was thinking about this earlier. It was like when he, bl- you know, he had a two and a nine in his hand, and he bluffed that he wasn't going to play this year in <laughs> the Chiefs. And he went all in, and the, and the Chiefs and the Chiefs folded. You know, like like Chris Jones was not going to sit out this year. He was going to play, so they had him for this year, and then in the next year they were still going to get value from him, whether it was trading him or you know there was going to be other options to get value from him for two years from now. And so I don't know if they needed to you know then put another twenty twenty two million dollars on the cap space in twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three. So there are some risks with this deal. That was that's kind of what I initially took away from it. No, yeah, you're right. Later on in the year is where all the big risks come from. Because obviously he's still on his earlier deal. He just wanted to get his um, solidified um, extension for the years to come. It's definitely some some years to think about because you got to think of our cap hit this year. We have Frank at 19, uh, Tyrese taking 17. I know Sammy took a pay cut. I think Tyra's making 16, and then obviously Pat is still on his um, still on his rookie deal as well. So um, 
it definitely is a big number for sure. It's going to be interesting to see. I think the big question a lot of people want to, um, wanting to answer is, obviously, we know when guys get paid, does the production stay the same or do they get better? So I think that's a, a big question for Chris. Obviously, we know what kind of player he is. We know how hard he works. But people just want to make sure, okay, now we're giving you the money. Putting two $20 million D-linemen, like you said, has never been done before. It's the first time ever. So it's going to be a lot of question marks. Like, can those guys still produce? Because knock on wood, I, I pray to God this doesn't happen. Injuries, if it does happen, what are we going to do? Obviously, with the, with the cap hit on the contract as well. So um, it's definitely going to be an interesting season. I didn't believe he was going to sit out either. I thought that was a bluff. I think he was just trying to put pressure right. on Brett. And obviously, the Hunt family just saying, hey, bro, I want to be here. You want me here. Let's get the deal done. So I'm glad they got it done. But there definitely is some contingencies for sure. Yeah, props to, props to Chris Jones and his agent for, you know, bluffing and the Chiefs falling for it. I mean, <laughs> and I, I mean, I don't, you know, falling for it might be a little too harsh because he is, you know, a top three, top five defensive oh, yeah, tackle yeah, in all yeah, football. Yeah, so, like, absolutely. he's someone you want on your roster. But, like, like you, you hit the nail on the head when you talked about injuries. Like, this game, things change every day, every week at practice, every game. Like, you just never know what's going to happen. It's the nature of a physical sport in football. And having Chris Jones at, at, you know, it's a 16 million on the cap this year. And then I think 20 and the next 20, 20 plus the next three years, like that just doesn't give you a lot of room to operate, to bring in other players, to make trades. And so I, again, it's going back to what I kind of said when I first started, like it just, the risk, the risk doesn't equal the reward because you were going to have Chris Jones for this year. I am a firm believer that, you, you know, that was at least one year. And you were going to trade him next year. So even though it may not have been physically Chris Jones, you were going to get value from him, whether it was trading for draft picks, trading for another player, whatever. You're going to get value for a year too. And the Chiefs set up his contract so where they can cut him in two years and not have any dead cap space. They can, like, I mean, he's that, still getting his money. Move, like, that's a genius move. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, I, I don't see Chris Jones being on this team longer than three. He's not going to finish the four years unless they restructure it and, you know, it's a different kind of deal. But I, I guess Chris Jones just wanted, you know, that's that that's another thing about just the culture here in Kansas City and what they have. Like Chris Jones is okay, you know, maybe not having the five six year deal that he wanted, and maybe not having, you know, being on a team in two to three years in Kansas City. But he wanted to be here just to go on a run and just to, you know, the camaraderie this team has is just kind of unprecedented in the NFL. No, you're right, especially because like obviously like. We don't see this often getting two 20 mil guys in that D line room. That's something that that's never been done. So I hope uh, Spagnola is definitely going to get a lot of chimes in on, get a lot of questions for that when it comes into training camp, as far as like depth, what is he going to do with the guys like that? And obviously our, our D our D our D tackle room is good. Like Mike Pinnell played really good for us when Chris went down. So we have a lot of guys behind him that can definitely step up in big moments that are good. But um, just to put it in context, if we're just thinking about his, his fellow um, companions, like guys in his position, like obviously Chris last year, we know he battled some injuries and stuff like that, but just for, Guys, to get some context, he finished with 15 sacks in 2018, and then last year dropped down to nine. So he had a big uptake because he went from two to six his first two years, and then went to 15. So everybody's like, okay, he's the real deal. Then he dropped down to nine. Obviously, the games he missed, but when he played in the playoffs, we all saw the impact. And then we started looking at the guys he obviously wants to be compared to. Aaron Donald has eight one year, 11, 20, and then back down to 12. But his TFLs is definitely up there. Aaron Donald's top 20. Um, 20 plus every year in TFLs. And Chris has his highest he's ever gotten is 19. And last year he had eight. So obviously we know he gets in the backfield a lot, gets a lot of QB swats, which is obviously the best aspect of his game, in my opinion. Every time we need a big play on third down, we need to get somebody off the field. That's where his big paw gets up there. So um, his impact is definitely felt on the field. Glad we got an ink to sign. 
it's definitely got some contingencies, as my co-host Chris said. Um, two years is definitely um, it's going to be a, um, it's not necessarily a scary time, but just obviously just got to keep an eye on it because, like you said, things happen. Um, he hasn't shown the ability to stay on the field for a whole 16 consistently. We all want him here. We all know what he can do. But just like you said, football is it's a, it's a it's a weird game, man. It's it's an it's an odd shaped ball. Things happen that you can't control. Now we got COVID and everything. It's it's, it's definitely an odd time, but it's definitely a good day in Chief Kingdom. We got CJ here, Stone Cold, locked in for another four years. So it's another great day in the kingdom. So I'm happy. The only person in the kingdom who might be a little concerned, and I, you know, I doubt he, he, it's really on his mind, but probably is a little bit, is Travis Kelsey. You know, he's due for an extension, he's due for a pay raise. This Chris Jones deal now kind, kind of might take that away or at least reduce the kind of money that Travis Kelsey could get. Like, that's another aspect of, you know, paying a defensive tackle this much money is some other star players and other fan favorite players are going to take it. Maybe not this year, but in starting next year and definitely the two years after that, it's, it's going to be interesting how Veach is able to keep this roster tacked and to keep the talent around Patrick Mahomes so that the chiefs are super bowl contenders every season. No, that's very true. Cause like you said, when you pay all these guys this money, we have some of the highest paid guys in the league at almost every position. Um, obviously we know we got Tyreek at a, at a cheaper rate than we thought we were going to get him at. Um, Travis Kelsey's definitely his deal is going to be restructuring in a couple of years. I know he's going to want top end money as the best in football. Pat's getting his money. Chris is where he's at. Frank Clark is highly paid. Tyron Matthews highly paid. So, like you said, we have a lot of guys getting a lot of money cutting up the pie. So Brett's done a good job to keep the guys here. But like you said, in three four years, it's definitely going to be interesting to see what happens when we try to keep all these guys here because you got to restructure some deals. And honestly, and it's the, it's the business of what we're in. Everybody's not going to be able to stay. Somebody, some people are going to have to go. But I heard some guys on, on radio talking this morning that this is the blueprint for what great football teams have to where you see a great, a great quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, guys will take discounts to come play with him because they know it equals a chance to not only win your division, but a chance to compete for a championship every year. And that's something you can't say about a lot of quarterbacks, especially not only in their division, but in the AFC as well, which there's a lot of talented guys. We have Mahomes, we have Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson, um, Josh Allen as well. And then obviously we have some guys coming in during the draft, like Trevor Lawrence may be here, Joe Burrow, what he's going to be, Justin Fields as well. So, um, the AFC is definitely um, a lot, a lot of good talent. It's definitely a dog race out there, but we have the best guy out there. So I definitely it will feel it will make guys reconsider what they want for contracts to see. Okay, if we're competing for Super Bowl, if we go to two and three years and we're winning the AFC every single year, I can talk to my agent about possibly taking less money. So this will definitely be an interesting uh, next four years for sure. Our window is here right now, Chris. We got to get at least two or three of these, bro, in this next window for sure. Right, but you know, Chris Jones just showed like. He's, he's not taking a pay cut. He wanted his money. He was oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> so like, you know, just because, you know, guys like Sammy and, you know, even Mahomes took a little bit of a, I don't want to say pay cut, but, you know, did, you know, bet on himself long term than taking just the four to five year deal. Just because a couple of guys are doing that doesn't mean everyone's going to do that. But I want to ask you this question. And again, I'm kind of harping on the why I don't think the Chiefs really needed to sign Chris Jones is, do you think this, team is still the favorite in the NFL or at least the top three without Chris Jones on the roster. Absolutely. It's an offensive. It's a, um, this league is, you can win with a defense. It's that's still an option, but this is an, an offensive base league. If you have a guy behind center that can make plays in and outside the pocket, like Pat can, you always have a chance to win. We've said that about Rogers for years. We've said that about Brady. We've said that about even the year that Carson Wentz played like an MVP and obviously, um, unfortunately he hurt his knee, 
But when you have a quarterback that can do a lot of different things, that's special, that can carry an offense, and you can almost like play defense with your offense, like keep guys off the field. And I think that's the next step that Pat is going to grow in um, in his quarterback development is now, okay, if our defense isn't having a good game a single um, that day, are you able to still control the clock, keep them off the field, let them get their rest so our defense can get ready to go for the next series? And that's the next level. It's kind of like similar to the things that you talked about on our previous episode about Peyton Manning, how, how smart he was. He can control the game with the tempo. So without Chris, obviously, our defense would be not as good. But st- could we still be a good enough Super Bowl team? Absolutely. When you have exactly. one of the best pass rushers in the league in Frank Clark and arguably the best safety in football in Tyron Matthew and great pieces around him like Traverius Ward, we have Hitchens, Mike Pinnell, we have a young Taco Charlton who's motivated that we picked up from Dallas. So, And we have a great safety room with guys like Armani Watts. We got Juan Thoreau who's going to come off the knee injury. We're expecting big things from him. We have a lot of promising guys on that side of the ball. And like we said, when you have number 15 back there scoring the points whenever he feels like it, and then we start controlling the tempo of the game. That's my next biggest asset I'm going to keep harping on. If we can control the tempo of the game, that covers up for what your defense can't do, for sure. See, and you're just proving my point, because, again, I've said it like 18 times this episode, Chris Jones was going to play for the Chiefs in 2020. So, like, you know, you didn't change your you didn't change your Super Bowl odds at all there by keeping him because he was going to be here this year. And again, I think they trade him for a second, maybe a second and fifth next year. You know, his value is probably going to go down, knowing the Chiefs are going to get him when they franchise tag him if they would have, you know, not signed him. So again, you're going to get value. You're telling me that with 20 million extra space, you can't find a D tackle or two to, you know, not replace the value of Chris Jones, but to at least keep the D line, you know, with a strong unit. You know, Breland Spinks coming back, Tanya Passino's look good every year, Colin Saunders, Mike Pinnell, Naughty, Frank Clark. Like the the line is loaded. Yeah, we have a so good I, So like, I'm just, it's it's hard for me to say that because I love Chris Jones so much, but like. $20 million a year could go to so many other places to help. It could go to depth, can go to, you know, trades, can go to a kind of emergency fund when, you know, football happens. Like, I I just, I think this, it was a little bit of a, you know, really wanting to keep the band together for multiple years, not just this year. And, I mean, there may, I, there may have been a little bit of, res, you know, respect for Chris Jones, what he's done to Kansas City on Veach's part. I doubt it because that's not how good businesses do. Like, that's what, the NFL and the Kansas City Chiefs are. They're a business. And I'm sure Brett Veach absolutely loved Chris Jones. But I'm hoping that just loyalty was not a factor in this deal because that's not what helps you to keep winning. That's what keeps you with contracts to guys that maybe the money could have been spent other way. So that's just where I'm at, Chris Jones. You know, we'll you'll have to we'll have to see how it plays out. I'm also probably just a little salty that I didn't think he was going to get this extension, and I was completely wrong about that. Because here we are. But I mean, Ed, just I just really think that it could have gone. It it would have been spent better in the future had they not extended him, and we would like we would have been sad about it, but we wouldn't. You know, it would have worked out in the long run. That's just that's just what I believe would have happened. No, I completely agree. There's always there's always two sides of a story. There's always. Um, risk and reward with signing players, especially at that position. There's um we are in our in our particular case, we have so much depth, so much talented guys in that room that proved on the biggest stage in our playoff games in the biggest moments when Chris wasn't there and we were still able to make plays without him. So and it doesn't take anything away from Chris. Like we saw we all say we all agree he's a top three guy at his position. He's one of the best D tackles in football. There's no debate. His impact is definitely felt when he steps on that green. But um like you said it's a business. You always got to crunch numbers. You got to think about the future. Think about other guys you have to pay, other guys who are deserving as well. And obviously, there's always some pushback from certain contracts. Um, there's going to be some pushback from this one. So, uh, like you said, we're definitely going to see. Um, I'm pretty sure if we uh, 
having this conversation three or four years from now, we have two more Lombardis. I don't think anybody will be too mad at how much money we gave him. And Brett, I'm pretty sure, will be praised for all the decisions that he's made. So, um, that's, yeah. No, go ahead. no, that's no, that's true. I was just going to kind of say, well, you had a perfect segue and just wanted to get your opinions real quick on this before we wrap it up here. Is Did you see uh, Patrick Mahomes talking to ESPN about how many uh, rings he wanted? Bro, he, he's, he's chasing the ghost. He said he's chasing Brady. He, won, he, yeah, wants, he, he wants to get it. He, you know, he wouldn't actually put a physically say a number, but like he, he said, you know, the quote is, I don't know if there is a number. Obviously, you try and chase greatness, and Tom, as in Tom Brady, has six. I'm gonna try to do whatever I can to get to that number. Do you think that Mahomes gets to six? It's an interesting question, man. Like, like we all we just said, I'm gonna beat this like a dead horse, man. Football is an it's an odd shaped game, and we've seen a lot of good football teams who we think are before the season starts, they're guaranteed to go to the Super Bowl, and something happens. There's just something every year. And I'm a complete believer in this roster. I'm a complete believer in Andy and EB and the way he runs the offense, Pat and our weapons, and Tyron on defense. I can, I have all the faith in what we can do. We can beat anybody on a Sunday in those four quarters. I have no doubt. But it's just getting to the Super Bowl, there's just some stuff that you just can't control. There's things that happen. And there's just other good players in the league who are going to be in the contention. We can't just, like, knock other good players. So, if we think we have Pat for another um, 12 years, we have Chris for four. I've, I've, I've been told you, I've told Grant, other guys around our, our group and our team that if we could get to it, if we can get to by the time we hit 2024, if we're in at least two or three more Super Bowls and we've won two or three of those, I'll, I'll completely be happy because we got to think we have this season, we have 21, 22, and 23. That's four seasons. If we're in two or three of those Super Bowls and we've won two or three of them, I'm, that's, a, that's a dynasty to me. So, right. Oh, yeah. No so, getting, so getting the six is just like, and I think it's also like not to be like paying like, oh, we got to give our respects to obviously the way the Patriots have conducted themselves. They've been competing for Super Bowls for the past 20 years because they won the first one in, two, in 2001 and then they had the one oh three and oh four. So they've been competing for Super Bowls since longer than some of the people who watch the Chiefs have been alive. So um, they've, right. they've, been, they've been winning for a long time. So to, to get to, and they had a drought where they didn't win one for like a decade from like oh four yep. to 14. So, um, but it just shows you how hard it is to win another Super Bowl. It's not as easy as we all think it is. We have a great team, but it's kind of hard to really guarantee things. When you have good players, but things happen, injuries, um, trades, retirements, things you just can't control. Um, so I like to, I like, like what Big Red said, we're just focused on the now trying to stay in the moment. Obviously we have a great team. We have a great staff, a great front office. And I definitely expect us to be in the, like Sammy said, I definitely expect us to be in the Super Bowl for the next three to four years, but to get to six is kind of, I think we have to get to the number around three or four before we can start talking about six. I would, I think you would agree. <laughs> right, right. I mean, I, you know, Mahomes didn't say anything wrong there. He's just telling you know that those are his goals, and it's good to have those kinds of goals. Oh yeah. But sure. there's only four quarterbacks in the history of the NFL that have three or more Super Bowl wins: Troy Aikman with three, Bradshaw and Montana with four, and then Tom Brady with six. Like mm-hmm. Eli Manning has two, Dan Marino has zero. Like. Aaron Rodgers only has the one. And so it's just, yes, quarterback is the biggest influential position in the game. If you have the best quarterback there, like you always have a chance. But there are so many other factors that go into it. I think it's Chiefs fans, we need to pump the brakes a little. I'm not saying don't be optimistic. I'm not saying don't be excited. I'm just saying let's (laughs) take it a year at a time. Exactly. You know, I, I think expecting anything more than two to three Super Bowl appearances. I'm not even saying wins. I'm saying over the next decade, if you expect anything more than two to three Super Bowl appearances, you might be reaching a little bit. I'm not saying it can't happen. I'm not saying they can't go to the eight out of 10, but Mm -hmm. 
but I'm just saying this league is a hard league. Right, there are a right. lot of good players, exactly. new and good players coming in the league every season. Like, just see how it plays out. Be excited that Mahomes and Chris Jones and Brett Veach and the gang are all around doing everything they can to make us competitive and enjoy the ride. And then we'll really discuss where this team ended in 10 to 15 years. Exactly. And you would just, that's definitely a segue point I was going to um, transition to. People always want to, it's kind of the media's fault as well. As soon as you sign a guy or sign right. one of the best players in the league, they immediately think, okay, they got to chase the record. They got to get this. They got to get that. How come we can't just enjoy the moment we have, especially as Kansas city is, we have the best quarterback, arguably the best player in all of football in our town, in our city for the next decade. We've never been able to say that. So the right. fact that we're able to compete for championships and also be the favorite in our own division and conference for the next decade, I'm happy the fact that we can even say that growing up. I would never have been able to say that. Like our team is going to go to the Super Bowl, have a chance to go every single year. So the fact that we can say that is a blessing in itself. And like you said, just take it year by year, day by day. We have a great team, a great coach, and a great organization. And we're going to be in a lot of fun games and a lot of chances to to win that Lombardi and bring it back to the city. So. The fact that we can say that is a blessing in itself. And like you say, I think we'll be happy the results by the end of all this run. I think we'll be very happy for sure. Well said, CJ. And that's going to do it for the aftermath. I'm Christopher Tenpenny. That's CJ Jones. Again, don't forget to follow us at Twitter at aftermath underscore AL. Always want to hear you guys. What's your, what's your conversations on the Chris Jones deal? Do you like it? Are you a little wary? And how many, how many Super Bowls do you think the Chiefs win the next year? Just let us know. Everybody, right. go get your merch. Go to arrowheadlive.com. We have in beach we trust. Hashtag run it back. Even Pat Mahomes said it himself. Go get it. So go get you some merch, guys. You know where it's at. Amen.